what's going on misfits another week another episode i am back on track i've heard your cries your complaints your tweets i got my life together we're joined this week by digital media maven it's a term i made up mary Pryor, who is not a comedian but she has a lot of insightful things to say you're talking about music and why people who can't sing have achieved success it's a very heated debate I know you have something to say about it. We're also talking about how to uh, deal with the pending apocalypse, my favorite subject. And lastly, how to deal with men with mom issues. Also, I'm plugging something. Saturday, August 26th, come out to my Afro comedy show, which is a part of Afropunk here in Brooklyn, New York. So check out afropunk.com. You'll see the Afro comedy show. Great lineup, great comics. Come out, say hello, bring a friend. This is the second year doing it. It was sold out last year. So get your tickets as soon as they go on sale. You're listening to Social Misfit. Welcome to another episode of Social Misfit with me, your host, Chloe Hilliard. Today, we're on location. I'm on a couch, but it's not my couch. Actually, it's a Shades Lounge. Uh, I'm up in in Harlem with my new dear friend, Mary Pryor, who is not a comedian. I know we mostly have comedians, but I know other people too. And Mary is super dope. She's a social media maven, which we don't say enough, but social media digital maven, maverick. Would you prefer broad really broad i mean let's keep it let's keep it hip-hop if you will okay so your social media digital strategy broad (laughs) who specializes in waking people to fuck up and i try i even i I try to provide some levity for people staying on top of the hottest trend so really quickly break down like your not your resume but tell people what you're professionally known for like major media brands agencies for myself for about oh my goodness gracious wow five years straight 12 whoa 14 years overall in digital oh my god I used to be a school <laughs> teacher um i'm really really into arts activism health working out music really big with music film talking shit making jokes yeah so she gets she gets asked to come lovers and with speak. good credit you, you and this good credit thing we're gonna talk about that later okay. mary I mean, whatever she, she's a stickler for a man with good credit my birthday was recent i mean we're gonna get into all of it okay. um mary is super dope across the board you, you'll you'll see as we get into this podcast reiki practitioner reiki she's super um open to the universe <laughs> Because I don't want to say woke. I feel like woke is oversaturated. It is. It so, is indeed. So um, enlightened. She's super enlightened. White folks took the woke word and made it whack. I'm just saying. Sorry. I'm done. No, you ain't got to apologize. It's called social misfits. So clearly, I mean, we ain't going by no conformity, no rules. Okay. I don't want to offend your palms up, listeners. <laughs> palms up? White? You mean white? Yes. Listen, I don't think they care. I'm going to use as many ways to like pussyfoot around the word white as possible that's my goal on this podcast really yeah okay let's see what happens i mean i did smoke a little weed before we started so let's see if this stays as a uh no you gotta let loose you gotta let it loose (laughs) you gotta let it loose i realize when i don't have comics on the show i have to like let them know it's okay to just go off you don't have to oh this is about to be like censor yourself it's gonna happen mary Pryor, please read for us 
your social media post. So my birthday was March 15th, which is known as the Ides of March. Um, no relation to the motherfucker who stabbed Julius Caesar in the back. But uh, my post on Wednesday was someone mentioned to me and said, happy birthday. How does it feel to be 30 something? And I said, being young spirited and 30 is hard because you remember shit not being trash. <laughs> Which is funny on so many levels. Because when I read this, I was like, damn, she's right. But then I also felt like I'm pretty sure that that's what all of the like make America great people feel about our generation. Like, I feel like when you get to a certain age, you just think everything that's after you is trash. That's not true because we're using we're doing podcasts and that's after us. Podcasts weren't lit when we were teenagers. It wasn't no podcast popping off. Yeah, I don't think teenagers are listening to podcasts. They are. Which ones are they listening to? They're listening to like the young people ones. Or are they on YouTube watching YouTube stars make funny jokes? Terrible. They're not funny though. But we did the same thing. What did we do? What was what is our equivalent to Okay, here's let me look, let me tell you something right now. People that are 30 something are fucking up. We sound like we are 50 when we <laughs> go after what youth culture is now. And youth culture now, for all the crazy stuff that social media has turned into, there are some good things in between the folds of everything that youth culture is doing right now. Yes. In terms of them having, you know, people say that millennials whine. No, millennials just don't want to get treated like shit. Yeah. And we accepted getting treated like shit to make it. Like my first music industry job in radio was organizing a fucking music cabinet. Was I doing anything radio related? No. But today's generation will be like, yo, I'm not doing anything related to this job. Fuck you. I'm going to write about it and put you on blast and let the world know. And we should have been doing that stuff too to demand more respect. We could not have done that because we would have been doing it in a vacuum. There was no social yes, media to I get, get the that, response. Like they but, get over because people will like it and share it and shame whoever they're trying to shade. Yeah, but like people need to get shaded for treating people like trash. And we don't do it enough now. And that's and because we don't do it enough now and because we don't set the same standards across the board in this country for everything, we don't relate to each other in physical spaces. We have election results that happened here Mm -hmm. on top of numerous other codes of ethics and characteristics of conduct that we do not abide to. Yes. So I just personally don't feel comfortable shaming youth culture. But then there is stuff that's that trash like it's trash like, so, what, so what is trash to you like jay-z's bars ain't really full of effort no more like when he gets on a track it's like yeah but this isn't hard knock life volume two jay-z like yeah but he's almost uh, 50 years old exactly but it wasn't trash then but the, also you got to realize that hip-hop is mainstream a, hip-hop was fire yeah but hip-hop is has always been a young man's game yes it will always be a young man's game yeah. but that's why there's a lot of dope young people doing young, young thug is amazing migos amazing now amazing now when you say amazing fire what do you mean they by... can they ride the beat amazingly okay but the, it so it's about riding the beat but it's not about riding like the beat actually the pe- production is fire it's it's not it's, about the lyrics because if you're saying that jay-z lyrics aren't good now when i hear amigos i can't really decipher what they're saying is that because I'm that's just because not... you're from the north <laughs> and that's because you're not acclimated to southern culture like it's i know exactly 
what they're saying. Okay, so but so you're also talking to a young girl from Detroit that listened to True Heavy out of Nolans. True was before the No Limit era, which took over the game. I mean, you can even say that the No Limit Records era of airbrushed, overstylized, yes. coral draw, Photoshop is this equivalency of what Migos and Young Thug and Little Yachty and Little Uzi Vert and 21 Savage is now. You can actually say that. You can say the same thing about the entire Cash Money Records era. Mm-hmm. When all that stuff broke out, not everybody was fucking with oh, that. Oh, no. People people don't realize this. And I remember. Not I was everybody on... was fucking with No Limit. They oh, hated it. They thought not. it was gimmicky. They thought it was stupid. Yeah. They didn't understand the big Jeeps. They didn't understand any the of that. The, ba- the tanks. That. None of that. I loved that shit. And now you'll go to a party. You'll go to like what Grits and Biscuits used to be and be getting it in. But like at the time people that were hip-hop heads that were in their 30s and we were in our 20s or in our yeah. in our teens would be like fuck this shit this shit is trash and we were like nah this shit is f-. like i would be like no this is amazing that's what's happening you can go back and have an amazing time listening to down for my niggas in the club yeah. now in your 30s but when that shit came out, people in their 30s with you being in your teens were like, this is garbage. Why are, are you listening into this? And you're like, because it's dope. It's Snoop well, no, I think and that, DMX yeah, I think that and it speaks C-Murder to yeah. on a track. It speaks to, I think it, I think hip-hop music Amazing. speaks to youth culture, period. That's really what it is. Right. And so if you're not a part of the demographic, you're not going to connect to it. And I'm not saying that it is bad. Mm, I'm just saying that I, I don't, connect to it. I don't, I don't connect to me. I don't connect to me because I'm not saying that they're bad. I don't really listen to them. I don't really listen to Young Thug. They're, 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 other, they're the diaspora. Southern culture is a part of African culture. Mm-hmm. How do you not connect to them, my sister? Oh, don't try to get all crazy. I'm just saying, uh, like in a time, of, in a time of division. I no, would... I'm just saying, like their music doesn't speak to me. I'm not a part of that, like bands and stacks and money. Maybe, and, maybe and you need trapping. to. Maybe, maybe if you had a stack thrown at you, maybe <laughs> if you had champagne poured on your nipples and your titties, you would get it. I don't want. Champagne I've done that, me. so I'm sorry. You didn't live that life. I definitely did not live the life. I remember when I saw the Big Pimpin' video and Dame Dash was pouring champagne at people. I was irate livid. That's happened to me and it's rather fun. In what setting is being poured champagne? I feel like it's direct. I think it's inflammatory for a man to pour champagne on a woman because I Look, feel like Look, if you it's got not- a boo that loves you, you know, everything is cool in the confines of the bedroom. Bedroom is, first of all, did you lay down some tarp before you let champagne rub across your nipples and no, fall into we your No, we were mattress? in a hotel and he poured it on me while I was in a jacuzzi and then he took out money and threw it at me and I like twerked on his penis. I mean, so. Damn, that sounds like a pretty woman weekend. Damn, this was your boyfriend? This is how you keep niggas happy. Um, how long did that relationship last? It's fine. I, I, well, I feel like niggas is all encompassing. I do as well. I put them in that category sometimes. I've called I call the white guy a nigga like in in conversation as a friend. I did by accident getting fucked in the ass. You called the white guy a nigga. I what, didn't mean it. What did you say? I said, "Nigga, that's amazing." And I was like, "Wait, <laughs> oh my god." <laughs> Did he stop? Did his dick get hard or softer a little bit? Um, we laughed, but it was still going. <laughs> did you have to have like a uh, a post-coitless We did. We had a really extensive conversation about race and France Fanon and post-colonialism. After you called him a nigga. Yeah. But he realized it wasn't like terrible and he realized that he can't say it. Oh, can say. oh, he would get killed if he said it. He knows. 
you know have you ever called a white guy a nigger and he be offended by it no that was the first time that ever happened because it was the first white man that ever made me come off of that mm. we've talked about this how like we're you know Versailles queens in every shape and form i i'm so unapologetic about it um, i don't talk to anybody who's shorter than me i look at them like they're less than human okay i'm so a, I'm, I'm a heightist you are a heightist you are a credit credit scorist yeah and a size queen look number one in our 30s we're allowed to define what we want so out of those three what is the most important good why are you doing this good credit height or or big old big old dick in a time of Trump, credit. Good credit. But credit might not even matter. That's how bad it's going to get. But liquid assets. That is credit way can better. get, make sure that that black card can get us to another country immediately. A well, black card is, that's, that's upper echelon right exactly. there. Exactly. So you fucking need, That's what I'm dealing with. You got black <laughs> card. You got black card niggas. Um. I remember the first time I saw a black card in person. If he was twerking on people and then put champagne and stacks on you, then um, let me tell you something. I don't have that energy to attract. It's just men a little. It's, do it's called play. No, no, no. It's not about the play. It's about uh, men think that I'm way too serious. We talked about this. Yeah, that's why you got to do it to them. You got to no, let them know. People don't know my real personality unless they listen to this podcast. So they like, no. It takes a while for like. Okay, so. Um, backstory Mary and I knew each other professionally for years almost 10 years almost 10 years I met her at South by Southwest and she was working for a black company at the time <laughs> um <laughs> you sound like Bill O'Reilly whenever he says the word black 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 company black, at a the black time. company hey um, black and I was a journalist I was a, I think it was a vibe I might have anyway oh, wow no Anyway, it was a long time ago, but I was still in media at the time. You were this is way before. This is way I, before, I, I, um, I have a good memory. This is way before uh, comedy. And so we knew each other, then we see each other in circles, blah, 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 blah. And then recently we both went on vacation Cuba. together. Yes, we went to Cuba. And then it wasn't until the like new the new black s- Dubai. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Cuba is such a mess. I can't even. So it wasn't until like our second or third day together that we were like, oh, yeah, no, we're friends. I also was drunk off of sangria, but. Um, <laughs> because <laughs> my glass of sangria was so big it was it so was good. really really they they were trying to compensate for us you know not being able to drink the water i guess um so that's when it comes to personality is like i feel like when people see you especially like men they don't i've i've never attracted the man who's like i want to throw hundreds of dollar bills on chloe's you gotta titties. let them know you want to do it look i tell i tell a guy straight up if we're together everything's up we could do whatever Oh no, I completely understand that, but I'm not attracting that. I'm not attracting that man out the gate. That's, that's why you got to bring it out of him. <sighs> yeah, that's a lot of work right now. I don't have the time. I feel you. You got to bring it out of him. I don't have the straight time. up. So, are you teaching your white booze to um, make it rain on your tits, or yeah? And how do they feel about that? Right now, I'm focused on one because he's amazing. Um. He'll do it. <laughs> Is he going to be comfortable with it? That's what yep. I'm saying. <laughs> Are yeah. you thinking about it right now? Like, damn, I, I probably should make this happen pretty soon. It will happen. I don't want anybody throwing money on me. I think dollar bills are disgustingly unsanitary. 
Oh my I don't want to get a paper cut and it gets infected with old ink. Look, in a pa- I'm, I'm very sure. You still didn't answer my question. I, I'm very sure that if I did not get my college degree, I could work at King of Diamonds. I have always thought about being a stripper as a last resort, but I realized that one, um, I have both my parents in my life and it would be too much of a family discussion. Mm. And um, I was always overweight. So I was like, I, I have to get in shape, then work on the upper body strength because working that pole is hard. I mean, you just got to do it. Oh, look, look, I have that in the back pocket too. My My goal is to be an amazingly lit wife. Mm. So, so that's, that's that. one of the goals. So you gotta have a toolkit. Oh no, every woman needs to have a toolkit. And your in your thirties, like your toolkit should be like pretty set. Everything, not everything, but like you should have a trajectory. You should have like an advancement that you can make for yourself. Would explain that. So you should know what it is, what you like, what you enjoy, mm-hmm. and it, and enhance upon it. Yes. So if you're if you like giving head, you should make sure that you can give the best head and always work on your craft. If you enjoy um, having certain types of orgasms, you should try to like see if you can orgasm more doing other things through meditation or through someone sucking your toes. Like you should really go Have for the full you gamut. Come via meditation. Yeah. I can't meditate. I'm not really good at it. You should go to the orgasmic meditation course. There's an orgasmic meditation yeah, course? Yeah, man. Who, wait, I don't want to be in a room with people having orgasms like that. Look, your orgasm is your orgasm. Listen, where's the class? You know, what I'm time just, look, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you know. Where's this class at? It's in the city. Okay, send me the information. Okay, see, but I want to, I want to try it, but I don't. I need first of all, I think I need to master regular meditation before I jump to orgasmic meditation. Okay, you can do that. Everything's a step. Everything's a ladder. Yeah, whenever I try to meditate, it just doesn't go anywhere. I don't feel like it goes anywhere. Well, you know what I do? Like I do zone in when I get acupuncture. I I go into a zone, and then it's not sleep, but it's not fully awake. And then I don't even know how. Just concentrate time. on the breath. Don't concentrate on what you're supposed to be getting out of meditating. So I read somewhere that says you should meditate on when you actually stop breathing that little split second from the inhale to the exhale. Yeah, but you should just focus on the breath. So example. So just am I counting or I'm just breathing in and out and just thinking? Just breathing in and out, closing your eyes, giving it 10 minutes, setting a timer and just focusing on the breath, just in through your nose, out through your mouth. And so what are you supposed to be thinking about? You're not supposed to be thinking at all. But aren't you supposed to get to an existence? If you focus, on, the, if you focus on your breath, yes, that will give you a degree of understanding clarity. That's your first step. Focus on the breath. A degree of understanding clarity on whatever. On, what, on, on whatever, can give, whatever, whatever piece you can give yourself or a moment of just not. I mean, you're always going to think that's whoever tells meditation if anyone ever tells you that in meditation you're not going to think or you shouldn't think you're going to think that you shouldn't be thinking while you're meditating yes that's a horrible way to make get someone convinced to do meditation Mm -hmm. because then you set them in this precipice or this like foresight or this idea that if they're thinking then they failed and that's not what meditation is about focus on the breath focus on the thing that you want 
visualize what you want. You can paint a picture in your head. You can cl- I can close my eyes, I think, with the intuition gift that I have and with the Reiki energy that I have. And I see I, I can see colors one day and I can be in meditation one day and mostly just surround myself with the presence or the love of like an ancestor, like my grandmother or my dad or my mom or my other grandmother or my granddad or like my aunts or like, like I can do that. Mm-hmm. But that's because I've been in the space of understanding that meditation isn't about me not being able to think people can do that. But that's not what the overall goal of meditation is. Okay. And that's not what meditation is about. Got it. Message. So I have to try to focus on the breathing. Yeah. Just focus on your breath. Just breathe. Just just breathe. And when Mary's doing this, I want you to know that her eyes have rolled so far into the back of her head. On those two little inhale, exhale, she's already gone to another plane of existence. And come back. Hey, five years in. It works. Ugh. It's just something else to do. Just stop. No, I'm going to do it. I'm reading this book now called um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Have you heard of it? Yes. Have you read it? No, I'm not going to read it. Why not? I just, I'm joking. I'm going to read it. I'm just trying to be difficult. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, what, did you hear something bad about it? It's actually a really, really good book. And I don't highlight when I read, but I actually have been highlighting in this book. And it is so good because basically the subtle art of not giving a fuck is basically being like, stop worrying about the details of how you're going to reach your goals yeah. because it's going to, it's going to be shitty. It's going to be hard. It's going to be tough. If and it life wasn't, is not what you think it is. Yeah. Life just unfolds in front of you. I'm learning that lesson right now. And it's the most terrifying thing that I'm am experiencing. And it's literally kicked off as of the Virgo full moon. Mm-hmm. so it's ridiculous <laughs> but life is not what you think it is yeah well we're in mary's place right now and um her suitcase is open because she's leaving tomorrow to go to panama then chile then argentina and then after that you have no idea where you're gonna be nope <laughs> well i get back and i'm gonna go on um Tom Joyner boat, a.k.a. adult contemporary R&B boat, a.k.a. Um, linen a- suit boat, a.k.a. matching Burberry sandals boat, a.k.a. Viagra, a.k.a. Queen Helene, a.k.a. What's AKA- up, chocolate? <laughs> What's it's a free trip. Tri- oh, okay. So how did Shout you out to up? India Winslow for the gift. So you're going on this trip mm. with a group of girlfriends or just? Group of girlfriends. I'm going to literally just be. Y'all going to well, be the hot little, She's leading the fitness routines. I'm going to be working out twice a day, sleeping and hiding from um, old belt, anybody within the uh, How adult long? contemporary R&B set. How long is the trip for? Seven days. You can't pay me to go on a cruise. Okay. I've done it three times. I don't like the idea of cruises. I feel like it's a floating coffin. People get sick. There's people get kidnapped. I see. Break into your room. Mm. Fall over the side of the boat. None of that has happened to me. What you won't do is put that in this house. <laughs> I don't mean you I'm can not... take you can take that <laughs> somewhere else. That will not. That's not even on my mind. Well, I don't like the. I don't like the, aside from all of that. I don't like the idea of being confined. That's what I'm saying. I don't like. Are you, you confining your mind, sister, by staying limited and not opening your third eye rather, to opportunities? You already in jail. 
I'd rather go somewhere. The jail is in your brain, sister. In Voyage. Are you stopping on islands or is it just on the boat uh, exclusively? Belize, Cozumel, and like some other place. Um, Are you going to fuck any old men? Nope. No, no. I'm actually happy with someone right now and I am not thinking about anybody else but him. Is this a white guy? It's a white guy. Okay. Why are you saying it like that? Because no, I'm ha- I'm happy. I'm happy for you. Put the mic in your mouth. Near it. That's better. I'm happy that you're happy. You set out a path for yourself. I said I want love to meet me where I'm at, and love has met me where I'm at. Oh, you're in love now. Sort of, kind of, yeah. So, can you tell me a little bit about this person? Nope. Is that the person who we were just on the phone with? Yeah, and that's all we're gonna do. Okay. No, I'm not gonna dig. I just wanted to know who we were referring to. It's fine. Um, I'm single and um <laughs> what why are you laughing at me? <laughs> See, this is the thing about Mary. Mary's a very powerful person. Mary will say something about her life and then it will manifest in like two days. <laughs> So the last time I saw Mary, she was not in love with this new boo. And you were like, I'm just going to have fun and Oh, no, this is myself. a different boo-boo. No, 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 I understand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you were, I didn't hear about this person. I just, I just saw you like two months ago. <laughs> and now you're in love with a whole new boo. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it works. Mm. I've never had that experience. Really? Mm-mm. You know, for me... I I set an intention. I said one of the gifts that I want for myself is I want to fall madly in love and be happy this year. Mm. And I'm doing the things that make me happy. Traveling makes me happy. Um, this makes me happy. What? Like the experience of this. Oh, okay. Bonding is bonding time on the microphone. Podcasting and all that stuff. Rapping yeah. on the microphone. Um, and this is a year where everything that you want, you need to say you want it. Because this is a year where everything else is going to go to hell in a handbasket. So if you're not happy, nothing else really matters. Yes. So that was my big intent that I set for the year anyway. That you needed to be happy so that you can handle all of the nonsense that we're dealing with yeah or you know align with people that get it and transform and become power rangers yes you told me during a reiki session mary told me that i need to turn my fear into wisdom yep yeah i think i'm doing that do 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 i have a different energy do you feel anything off of me you feel way more controlled and how you're trying to deliver the message of what's happening versus when I was like, mm-hmm. we all going to die. We going to die. Um, I mean, we're still going to die, but it's cool. Yeah. I think for I me, just know for me, if there's like a zombie breakout or a health crisis, just take me out. I don't want to be around for it. Just shoot me. No, I'm definitely, I don't, I would never get shot because this is my, okay, that's fine. I didn't add I, I, number one. This wasn't about you. No, I'm not saying like, I want to get shot. Now, I'm going <laughs> to tell you why I don't. Because whenever I think of those things, whenever I see those movies and someone gets shot, then they get rescued like two days later. I'll be like, shit, they could have still been alive. Just but you know two what? Two days later. 
No, they, they that's, found that's an normal, anecdote. That's, that's normally not even true, though. This ain't the movies. This is real life. I know. I would... I would... Take like me out. Nah. I you want to take me out? If you wanted me to take you out, I would take you out. But I'm saying I want to I wanna persevere. I want to get through it. Okay. Shoot me before you do that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll shoot you. I mean, you give me permission, I'm going to shoot you. That's fine. That's what friends are for. I'll do that. But I'm not... The thing about me being more controlled is that, like, I realize that there are certain things that are not in our control. And... I only make it worse if I add to the panic. It's yes. not about it's not about panic. It's about information. And I think people are slowly becoming more informed. Like, you know, the, I know way more about the government than I knew when Obama was president. You know, just about like how things operate and all the shady shit that goes down. Like, of course, you know, like the conspiracy theory. But now, like, you can look and be like, okay, so I see that this happened and this affected this and this affected this. I think we're way more intelligent and enlightened about it. Or I know I am. But I'm not trying to, like, scare people. I don't think that's a, a good place to be in. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't fall into, again, and I think I've, I've almost said this almost every time I've talked about this. I don't believe in fear-mongering and groupthink is stupid. So I will avoid Facebook, avoid social media. And when I see people just all talking about, I, like, my thing is, if you know you're going to get upset, anything engaging with I don't I mean I got rid of TV when that man got elected. Mm. I haven't watched TV since. I stopped watching news programs. I will watch a clip on Twitter like this happened today in this news conference. I'll watch that, but I'm not sitting I'm and not, watching well, I don't watch and anything that involves having to watch him. I don't watch him whether it's on social or not. I read. That's it. I read the words. So for me it's like I, you know, when people are like, "Yeah, let's all watch his address to the union. Why? No, no, no. I didn't, why I didn't do you want to do? Why do? You, why would you put, participate in that activity? Like that, I do not understand. So, because people want to doing it. People want to sit and wallow and be like, "This is crazy." And I thought about this today. I said to myself, "Self, whenever people say this is crazy, it's a piss poor excuse of still being inactive but being opinionated." People don't re- review it that way. They just think they're adding to the conversation and they think that they're making profound statements. They're not. I, that's, that's, I mean, it's literally, it's it's one, it's your thing, it's my thing, it's a, a host of other things. Yeah. The issue is that it's not helping. No. So how are you helping? This is a good segue. How are you helping, Mary? You I'm encouraging have... women to go shoot, learn self-defense. Mm-hmm. I'm getting my stock market game together. I'm figuring out a recession-proof strategy. Um, thanks to the influence of someone special, <laughs> I am stop shaking. Being mindful that you got to have a backup plan of a backup plan, and you're also doing holistic healing. Yes, but my first interest and my only interest it, it, at the bottom line is myself. So I do not. I think that people have to be mindful of who they need to, you know, when the when the life preserver really drops out of the plane that we call what's happening. I'm definitely making sure that not only do I have a gas mask, but I have a weapon to make sure you don't touch me. Got it. That makes sense. No, I feel you. And do you think that it'll it's going to get that bad? 
it'll get that bad for some, but not for all. But the issue is that there's so many people that are not prepared that you have to be mindful that those people will and can and it may have the potential to turn on everybody else. Because they're out of desperation, they will. Out of desperation, you do crazy things. It's yeah. just like the nature of, you know, when animals don't have real options of food to eat, they cannibalize each other. It's yeah. just, it is what it is. Now, going back to your social media posts about remembering things weren't trash, and then you went on to say how much you love Migos. What are the trashy things that bother you now that you're in your mid, mid-30s? Why did we like Ashanti? I, I never really liked Ashanti. Everybody liked Ashanti. She sold millions mm. of records. Don't do this. No, but I'm just... I'm don't, don't act like you didn't think that. Wearing leather and, and water and in, in the rain never, made sense. Okay, let me tell you something. That is the only song that I do like about Ashanti. I knew, see, I knew it. Rain I, on I Me is a good ass Leather song. in the rain. Leather in the rain. Rain on Me. First of all, that was Leather in the rain. That is her best video to date with, um, what is his name? The short boy from, um, um, damn, Love Jones. Lorenz Tate. He was her menacing boyfriend. But this is also a time in my life, you know, which is like your early 20s when you are Rain single. on Me is the worst vocal execution in the history of Ashanti songs. First of all, it's a good song. Second to that is Oh Baby. Oh Baby. I never liked Oh Baby. Um, I felt bad for her because um, Terrence Howard was her love interest in that video. Or was it? He was Somebody... The point is, is that you fell for it. No, I never fell for it. Let me tell you yes, something. Yes, you did. You just I said was, that Rain On Me was a jam. That's my good, that's my jammy jam jam. That's the only song that I like. So you fell for it. I didn't fall for her. Yes, you can you like a song and not like a person. She's singing on the song. No, but you can like a song but not like the artist. She's singing on the song. Like, I liked a lot of Rihanna songs and I didn't like her as an artist. I didn't really like Rihanna until the South album after she got vocal coaching. Yeah. Are you comparing Rihanna to Ashanti? You don't think that at some point vocally they're not they the were, same. They don't think vocally they. You think they're that Rihanna was always a better singer than Ashanti from the gate? At least Rihanna got training. I would say after her second album. I think Rihanna got training within the last two albums. Uh, she got training after the, during it during the second album. Well, it didn't show until when she just did her Grammy her performance. Her go way harder than Ashanti's ever could. But that's about production. That's not about her. I could say that about, well, I'll actually no, because Mary J. Blige's My Life goes hard yes. compared to a lot of Mary J. Blige's current work. So that's not true. Like the production value can still outlast what current production value is now. You could still, you could still, Tribe Called Quest, the reason why their record did so well, the new one, isn't because they're doing a new take on sound. The formula was still the same mm -hmm. from actually a blend of Midnight Mar Marauders yeah. and I would say the love movement. Mm -hmm. So you had old heads that jumped on that record and new heads that just have like, you know, strong, fond respect for tribe called quest yes so mostly old heads bought that record mm -hmm. and that's great it was age that production value rap. though if you played midnight marauders now that will still go hard yes for mad people same thing for certain songs like sounds of blackness keep your head to the sky yeah. like people that are 
teens and in their 20s play that now mm-hmm. you know so the production value can outlast time rain on me can't stand a candle <laughs> to some of rihanna's biggest hits oh no 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 no! i'm not saying a that majority of her biggest hits. i'm not saying that it is on par with i just, the you to, I just, I want, I just want you to admit that you count as the folks that fell into this Ashanti trap. No, you can't trap me off. I'm of not one trapping song. you. I just, you just trapped yourself, sister. I said that I like that one song, and I said that you can like a song and not like the singer. I don't like any Ashanti songs. Now, what's your problem? Now, none what? of them ever. Never. In never. Life. She could never sing. No, she can't sing. But she did get vocal coaching, and then all her songs were trash after that. Like her albums, that whole job rule movement was a wrap. <sighs> Always there when you call always on time ja rule was a big influence on the culture i would like for you to not dismiss him Thank oh no you. i'm not i'm not dismissing i'm saying okay, that I just like make when sure that's about dismissing ja rule no i'm just saying that when that bubble burst she couldn't you know sustain herself because she couldn't sing no she couldn't sing and her mom was her manager um also when it comes to ashanti there was a time where people had her being more successful than Beyonce people like Oprah Winfrey who invited Ashanti to her Legends Ball weekend extravaganza three-day celebration of black women the youngings and the legends and Ashanti was there and Beyonce was not there so it was a lot of people who got duped people were not checking for Beyonce and you trying to like align (laughs) yourself with Oprah in order to verify and like solidify no I'm just saying that sometimes sometimes hindsight is 2020 I'm not saying that Ashanti was dope I'm just saying that she was a part of a movement all right she's on that trap another trap oh lord what's another trap another trap that we fell into so like rain and like leather and rain don't go together. You still talk about the the wardrobe. Everybody of this did music. it. Puffy did it. Bad boy wreck. Most of them did it. Total did it. Everybody did it. Now them bitches cannot sing. No, but you're talking about one of the classic standard setting R and B hip hop influenced movements and literally the blueprint for how hip-hop and rap songs were produced. Don't you go in on total. <laughs> ah! Do not talk about Can't You See. This is what I'm saying right no, now. Stop. You are you not allowing no, no, no. me what to separate not, vocals what, what from production. What you won't do is dismiss the formula song but it wasn't for hip-hop their formula. and R&B being on a record. It wasn't their formula. They were hired talent. Who yes. could not sing and were told so you can't give them credit as artists. They are not. They artists. were the standard. Ooh, the standard of hip hop and R and B, circa nineteen ninety seven. There are people, hopefully, that will hear this and understand what I'm saying. This is with an music, a musicology, if you will. Shout out to Prince, uh, Lean. So maybe this is more of an advanced conversation. No, no, no. What I'm saying to you is that you are not allowing me to separate the artist vocally from the quality of the production of the song. So what I'm saying to you is total as a vocal component to their discography are terrible singers. We didn't realize how bad they were because everything else was on level 10. Leather outfits included. Like, you know, you were trying to get your baby hairs popping like Keisha. Well, I never had a leather outfit. 
because that wasn't going to wear leather in the rain. Well, I was, we were like 16, 17. We should not have had leather I know outfits. a lot of folks in Detroit that had leather outfits. At 16, were, 17? Just Detroit. Yeah. What is that about? It'd be cold. Like style leather, forward. Leather does not keep you warm. Style forward. But leather doesn't keep you warm in the, in the cold. It makes you colder, does it not? Look. I can't answer all the questions. <laughs> I've never been to Detroit for real. I've been through it. I've been in the airport a lot, but I've never been to the city of Detroit. And I would like to go. Please get there soon. We just got a bankruptcy, which means everybody's going to come and destroy it and take it over. Um, so back to being uh, 30-something. Another item is, you know, when you really get down to it, Lunchables and Squeeze-Its were really bad for us. Oh, I, my mother wouldn't buy them for me. And I think one time she let me have it and I was so excited. And when I got to lunch, I was like, what is this bullshit that I'm eating right now? This meat is sweaty. This chicken is terrible. This cheese is tasteless. Everybody was about that in the Midwest. <sighs> so you New Yorkers. Yeah, we didn't have that. Well, because in New York, we really we really had well, like... ashy. You didn't tell me I was ashy. I wasn't paying attention. Um, in New York, we really got school lunch for real. It wasn't an option. It was not an option to like, you had to sign to not get lunch. Like you got lunch period. Hands down. I'll get to that in a second. I would tell you if you were ashy, I felt like you were in your home. You were comfortable. You you're packing like, you know, anything lotioning your feet for me was a priority. This is your place. What are you going to put lotion on for what? I'm glad I'm saved. What are you doing this for me? No one's going to know that you... I'm doing it for the streets. Are you not leaving a house? Yeah, but I'm 35 now. I can't be having... No, that's all the more reason ash. to be... That's all the more reason to be ashy. You're 35. Why yeah, do you Yeah, but I don't want to be ashy and have ugly skin. I got to look 28 forever. No, I'm, I mean, I may look 28 right now because I'm wearing a Mickey Mouse t-shirt you and I got like my hair. You somebody's like preteen about to go see Get Out. I have, <laughs> I have a full Afro puff on the top of my head and... A Mickey Mouse t-shirt and a red cardigan. I ain't got no cartoon characters on my shirts. I <laughs> I forget how old I am sometimes. I do. And I look in the mirror and I'm like, this is shameful. Because what kind of person am I going to attract if I look like this? You look like you just came from a Delta meeting. Oh, Lord. <laughs> As <a dead> <laughs> I'm a junior prospect. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's the look you're giving me. I know. Junior I try to tell somebody. I try to tell somebody that I get uh, mistaken for being younger, and and he was like, "You're a bold faced liar." No, the fuck you don't. And I was like, "Yes, I do." And then we went up to this one guy in the street, and I was like, "How old do you think I am?" And he guessed my right age, and my friend was like, "You look your age. Stop being delusional." And I was like, "I thought I looked younger." Your friend's a hater. He is a hater. He's an older man, so you know, old old black men old hate. Men hate being around young, better looking women. Well, they can shit you down if you're not. Gonna you gotta put the microphone. She's so focused on putting oil on her feet. Yes, the microphone is wanna... nowhere near your mouth. Yo, dry skin is real. You have been tweeting. Well, you've been writing on Facebook a lot about um your misadventures with Shea Butter. Yeah, what happened to you? And Yo, Shea, Shea Butter, Butter ain't what it is. We out here. Sh- we don't have any ice. So if you're not from New York City, you don't know. But Shea Butter in New York is sold on the street on top of folding picnic tables by um African men or men of the African diaspora, and we have no idea what the fuck is in these tubes of yellow and or white um it used to be butter. a real deal and now they out here like putting like vegetable oil and 
water and gelatin. Like it's not what it, and glycerin is not what it, glycerin actually, if you do the right mix, can be used as a good product for your hair and for skin. But the way they're doing it is not cool. So, um, so where should we get our shea butter from? Shea moisture. <laughs> you know, people are going to Walmart and Target and buying shea moisture like they are a part of the team. Yeah, they're they're good products. I have nothing negative to say about shea moisture. Um, I use their hair. I use their hair stuff, but I haven't used any of their, their, their body skincare. Stuff is lit. I'll say that much. So you should get shea butter from no i need the real deal so where are you getting your real deal shea i have the hookup with a person from ghana who's sending me something one of my homegirls got something from ghana she's gonna let me try right now i'm putting almond oil on my skin i don't i do not play with dry skin um the other day i took my sports bra off and my boobs were ashy that's really disgusting. <laughs> I did not even know your boobs could get ashy. Your boobs can get ashy. I've never and had that. And that me. creates wrinkly titties. I don't have wrinkly titties at all. So I rectify that situation. Well, for those who do not know that, this is an educational forum. Yes. You got to moisturize out here, people. Whenever I see people that don't moisturize, just same the same way I see, like, like I won't really date a white dude, seriously. I date all I date all races, but I won't date a white dude if he doesn't use a washcloth. Mm. Now, would you tell him like if you liked him, would you tell him like, "Hey, babe, I need you to start using washcloths"? No, because I I feel like if you're not using a washcloth, I can't help you. You're not. There's only so much we can do. But at what point? So how long into the dating of him will you realize that he doesn't use a washcloth? And like, what if it's like three months so before you go? There to was his house? one guy I dated. He's actually this was like years ago. He looked like Thor. He didn't use a washcloth, and then I turned him onto exfoliating gloves, and to this day he still uses them. We're no longer together. Wait, the like, same gloves that you got him, or no? He, he, I mean, he goes and buys them. <laughs> but I put him onto exfoliating gloves, and he was like, "My mom didn't teach me this," and I was like, mm, "So your mom and your nanny failed you?" Ooh. Yeah, if he had a nanny, she should have told him. Yeah, he had a nanny. I don't know if I could date a man who had a nanny unless he, he... I'm having a nanny when I have a kid, so I'm going to get me a nanny. How, but how intense of nanny, of nanny do well, you Well, I believe I'm home. I want to homeschool my children, so I want a nanny because I'm going to need a break every now and again. Oh, yeah, no, that's, that's fair. But, you know, when you see like these, these New York moms who have nannies who just do everything so that they can do yoga for five hours a day. That's a bit excessive. Yeah. I mean, I'm about to homes. I want to homeschool my kids. So I, I'm not even in this category. Of Did like, you see there's a story about a black woman who was homeschooling, took her kids out. Um, I think it was a Buffalo school system. And she got her kids taken away from her because she was homeschooling them. That sucks. Yeah. Won't be me, though. She got all the right paperwork and everything. And they still took her kids away. They said she was an unfit mom. Won't be me. I really don't think I'm going to have kids. You know, you don't have to. No, I would prefer to meet someone who has kids already, so I can kind of have kids. They out here, but not, oh, clearly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they are definitely, but this you will not have a problem. But yeah, there's circumstances to that though. I want to be clear. Like, I want him true. to have been like married before, or like you know, being in a long term relationship. Do like, they got kids? But I want the kids <laughs> to be from the same mom. Like, it's a lot of things to that. There's a lot of it can happen. 
we're getting older i can't i don't think i'm in a position to say i don't want to date a guy who has no kids. oh i mean like i'm not i'm not against that but if you're a bad father or if you have oh, like yeah, four if you have, if you have four kids and you out here trying to be like yeah and you're not even seeing your, like you're on some you see your kids when you can stuff i did i i don't like that we're done i went out on i don't, a couple I don't date bad fathers i went out a couple times with this guy and he had a kid and I remember us talking and he was saying something along the lines of like he has his son every other weekend and his mom or something was getting ready to move him a little bit further away. And so I said, well, why don't you get him every weekend until they move? And he says, nah, because then I won't be able to hang out with my friends. And I said, you have a blessed night. This is the last time I talked to him. It's like, how the hell are you going to pick hanging out with your friends, overseeing your son? Like, you're ridiculous. He didn't understand why that was a problem. Because no woman ever told him it wasn't. Oh, I love, I love shattering a man's world. I love it. I, I just love let it, it go. And let somebody else do that. Oh, no, I'm not trying to correct it, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you out on your bullshit. Oh, no, and you then- can correct it, but most men still think it's shattering. Like, you can just be like, oh, I think actually mushrooms aren't that good for you oh you a feminist um i'm leaving like you just like like there are men out there that no matter what constructive criticism you give they will view it as you throwing a feminist agenda at them when really you're just trying to tell them that you can't use windex to clean the tub (laughs) i uh i um i was talking to this guy and it was one of those situations where he's so used to being catered to by women because he kind of has like his shit together on paper but emotionally he's a hot fucking mess and when I would like tell him things he wanted it to be an ongoing conversation I was like no 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 I just told you what that was I'm not I'm not doing this I'm not breaking this down I'm not oh holding I know who hand. this is <laughs> oh no I wasn't talking about him but so Mary and I but it, he, he, but that there's a lot of men but there's a lot of people like that yeah. Mary and I have crossed paths with a a, a guy <laughs> We have um, a shared. He's really a young. He's a young person. He'll be okay in life. Do you think so? His mama issues supersede everything. Deep, honey. Them. Ooh. Yeah. Mama issues. I think mama issues for um, um, single mother issues carried by an only son are so deep. It takes a lot a lot to get out of that yeah it takes a patient woman who's literally going to hold your hand through that healing process of having dealt with a west indian single mother who treats you like her man slash son it takes a lot it takes a lot and you better know that whoever that woman that has the patience of a saint to get you out of that wormhole your mom is going to hate every hair on her body and you won't have to just be like you know what mom i'm done with this relationship i'm going to entertain you on my terms but that takes so much work it takes a lot of work and i don't do that work oh i don't do the work either and your wife should know to never eat your mother's food because she probably spat in every single piece and rice (laughs) that's a lot of work i don't have time for that i don't have time for that so whenever i hear a guy who has mom issues i'm like i'm good I went out on a date with this guy once and um, I should have knew he had some issues because he had an S curl and he had um, gray contacts in his eyes and he was in the military and 
we went out to eat and we were talking and something was he black he was black of course he's black was he he brown light dark he was like a little bit darker than me with great contacts and an escrow and why did you automatically decide that you wanted to go out with that person well this is i was doing okay so at the time because you knew that look before you sat down no 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 no, i did not know that look because i this is like 10 years ago and so i was doing a story about online dating for africana.com africana.com which is now the root and um this is when africana was actually still headquartered in dc africana (laughs) So Africana.com was this website from um, Henry Louis Gates, which now morphed into the root.com. And so I was doing this article about online dating at the time because it was hella like sketchy and people did not talk about online dating. And so I went out on three dates and I wrote about him and he was one of the dates. So when I l- looked at him online, he didn't have great contacts. And, you know, you can't really tell an escrow based on the quality and pixelation of a photo. I just thought he had like a little, you know, a little flat toppy top. But when I met him in person, I saw that escrow definition and those great color contacts and I was like oh this is going to be problematic and then we went to a movie and then we went to a diner after and we were talking and I was like oh so you're in the military like blah 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 and he was like yeah you know I got to the military because my mom ain't shit and I was like yeah awkward yeah but it used to be a time in my life when I wanted to help those type of people and now I can't do it good credit tall okay so you answered the question out. you answered part of the question so i said out of those three what's the most important and you said good all credit. Of them. you said good credit so if credit all is num- no no because you gotta do two and three all of them if credit is number one where does height and dick size measure up after good credit I just don't believe in dating shorter men. So, but penis is important and I haven't any short man I've ever given a chance has always failed. So I don't believe that short men are packing unless they are like black, like you just said it like Bill O'Reilly, like black, like they gotta be black, like black dudes. Sometimes they'll surprise you. Anybody else? No, Nope. Nope. My friends today shared with me a video of a man, I'm going to show it to you, who has a big old dick fucking the shit out of one of those fake plastic booty torsos. Like it's just the lower back to the top of the thigh. Uh, Doggy style position. It's a fake latex. But my thing is you are fucking a plastic torso, which is already, you know, teach his own. But then you taped yourself fucking this plastic torso and then posted it to the internet for someone to grab it and then share it out in a world like look at this um lonely ass shit right here it's porn it is porn but when you taping yourself people why? do that all the time Ooh, i wouldn't i wouldn't be fucking a plastic torso and then be like i'm gonna put this shit up but you're not a man women be doing it too but you're not i'm not that person yeah Mary, you know, Mary Pryor, we've come to the part of the show where I ask you the question that I ask all my guests. Okay. Mary Pryor, what makes you a social misfit? (laughs) Really? I don't believe 
and the idea I think social media is the worst thing we ever created I agree and social misfits and social media mavens should never say that however I firmly believe that we should have not touched this and opened this can of worms 100% and you're saying this as a digital expert yep yeah and what could what could have been the alternative not having it so and we could have had all the technical technological advancements in digital space but just not twitter facebook just not empowering people to constantly spew their viewpoint yep and attract other like-minded hive mentality yep. people we can get rid of now it. here's the thing do you no, think we can't no we can't social media is also allowed for white folks to see that black folks talking about racism isn't just a make-believe idea social media has also allowed us to create movements and connect people social media has brought people into love social media has allowed us to see what's happening in other countries is be supportive and be supportive social media has allowed us to be creative and so what would make you the change? social media we have your you have a, you have a lovey you have a it scandal became huge like there's a lot of you have black twitter black twitter i mean like there's a lot i personally wish that there was a way to separate those items from social media having to be the thing that made it bigger overall when social media started it was great and now we're in a weird spiral that i can't call and i think it's now at the point where it's more harming than good five years ago awesome three years ago okay now i see the faults in a larger way mm-hmm. will i stop being a social media person no but I will only focus on companies and brands that I believe in. I think the cannabis space makes sense. I think the music space makes sense. I think that the tech space makes sense. I think that the political and activism part makes sense. Brands, sure, but that's for the financial stability. But I do see that there's benefits to creating community for people to have a voice. But man, like, I look at a lot of the faults we have now. I get follows from random Twitter eggs, which are mostly supremacists, all the time now. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a social media superstar at all. Yeah. That's whack. So, that's all I have to say about that. So, you're a social misfit because you're a social media expert who wishes that social media kind of didn't happen. Yes. Hmm. That's true. Now somebody's like, oh man, this was fun and now it's super deep. No. I think uh my listeners enjoy the roller coaster ride of this show. It was very, very tumultuous. I mean, I'm I took melatonin and I'm high. Why did you take melatonin when you have not finished packing? Number one, I'm gonna wake up five AM. I'm done. That's my thing. This is my thing. I got these balls I got to put on my ass to rub out my piformis. Mm. I'm going to go to the gym with my bag. I'm going to go to the, drop off something for a friend. I'm going to go to the bus. I got this. I'm sure you got it. I, I'm actually really scared. <laughs> <laughs> you got this. You travel all the time. I'm actually really scared. 
No, you'll be fine. I, uh, I, I think you function better with a lot of shit on your plate versus if you had to do one thing. Mary Pryor, where can people follow you? Miss MS Mary P-R-Y-O-R Pryor. And with that, may God touch you. Thank you so much for hanging out with me tonight at Miss Mary Pryor mm-hmm. on everything. Twitter. On Twitter. Urban Socialista on the Instagram. Urban Socialista. Elvis. And my Facebook is private, so you can follow me, but you're going to get some whack posts. Good. Got it. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.